he said it because of his wet blanket energy. <laughs> Unhinged. Hey guys, it's Thursday and you're probably not expecting us in your feed. So why are we here today, Jackie? Um, We are here because we had a really great interview, a follow-up interview with McKenna from Peter's season. Um, wh- One of our past interviews with her was like one of our most popular interviews. You guys loved hearing from her. She talks a lot about like her experience with mental health on the show. And so we were like, McKenna, come talk to us again. And so... Here we are. Yeah, so we are catching up with McKenna. She has a lot to say, and I think you guys are really going to like this one. So we're not going to, you know, stall you any longer. Without further ado, here is our interview with McKenna Dorn. All right, guys, we have McKenna Dorn on the pod once again. You guys know her Mm -hmm. and love her. McKenna, thank you for coming back to She's All Batch. Thanks for having me back. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Um, Yeah. Your interview actually is like one of our more popular interviews, but we had a little bit of audio trouble. So obviously we love you so much and we wanted to have you back to have like a part two catch up, but also maybe even touch on some of the stuff that we talked Mm -hmm. about in the last interview, if you're still down to, to chat about that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I, I forgot about that. Then my, hopefully this mic doesn't. No, you sound great. No, you sound perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I'll just talk louder. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) Especially given like what's been going on. I don't know if you you are still watching the current season of The Bachelor or Mm -hmm. if you keep up with it anymore, but I feel like there has been a lot of discourse around just like bullying, mental health and stuff. And because you were so vulnerable and open talking about that last time we talked to you, I just think it'd Mm -hmm. be really great to like get your perspective this time around as well. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I don't watch it, but I every time I open Mm -hmm. TikTok or Instagram, I'm like seeing things. So it's like, I've been seeing the main little events that have mm-hmm. happened each episode. So yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. Do you feel like ABC could be doing more to protect contestants? Because what I'm finding is there's like a handful of girls from this season who are getting a lot of backlash, but mm-hmm. like, I don't see the franchise really doing anything to step up and prevent that. And I, I know that yeah. you struggled with as well as a lot of contestants struggle with backlash as the show is airing. Like, what is it that they are even offering yeah I mean it's tough because I think a lot of times they promise to help you post show and then you watch it over and you're not not only noticing editing but also moments that happen behind the scenes and then you're watching it on tv and you like all those little behind the scenes made sense when you're watching it over and you realize that you got effed over and you got put in a situation that you thought was going to be fine, but then it turned out to not be fine. And then like post-show, they promise to have your back and then they don't have your back. And it's it's really scary and you feel very lonely because you also can't say, can't say anything, right? So mm-hmm. you're just left alone and like, you know, you can, you have your family there that are there to support you, but they don't really know what you're going through. Right. So mm-hmm. I just, whenever I think about the people that got, you know, the crappy end of the, the stick, basically, they're not bad people. They're just, they just got unlucky. And it's really sad to, to hear um, or see what they're going through because it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all these girls and the men too, like they, you're signing up and, you know, you're, you're signing the contract and you know, they're, they're telling you, you know, what, 
everything and you think, oh, I'm going to have the best experience ever. And then it happens. And, you know, sometimes you meet people that you don't click with and it's unfortunate and, um, or you don't click with him or you don't click with the, you know, production and you watch it all over and you, you hate that you did this, but then, you know, there's people that love that they did it. So it's, it's a really, it's a weird experience. What was harder for you, The Bachelor or Paradise? Um, they're both so different because like Bachelor, I was there for four weeks and I actually was not locked up. <laughs> you True. know, I had, right. I, you know, was with everyone and even though like I didn't spend much time with him, I was like still meeting people and doing things. And, but with Paradise, I spent it all in a hotel room by myself. And that was tough to you know go on the beach and be like, you know, I was left over with everything. So, yeah, yeah. for um, people who either haven't heard your interview on our podcast from last mm-hmm. time, first off, go back and listen to it. But for <laughs> people who are just kind of catching up, can you give like a brief synopsis of like what your experience was on Paradise? Because when you say like, oh, you were locked up the whole time uh, <laughs> or have yeah, like, like, like wait, what do you what mean by on? that yeah 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 so I mean I it was it was a COVID kind of season right so right. we had protocol with we had to spend a certain amount of days to get tested and whatnot that that was fine but then I went on a date like a group date party thingy and I got let out for you know a couple hours and then um went back to my room and they basically were like we want to keep you here but it's gonna be a couple more days a couple more days turned into like eight days and and you're locked up for eight I'm days. just I'm just chilling I'm just hanging out um by myself um in a know, hotel room, some, right yeah, yeah yeah in a hotel room but I had someone check on me maybe twice a week like that's that so was crazy it. In that, in wait, those eight what? Days. wait so how do you got room service how'd you get food well, they would just deliver a room to your, like food to your door. Like, did you get to choose? Yeah, it was three times a day. So breakfast, lunch, dinner. And that was pretty much the only thing I, got, that I looked forward to. I was like, someone's going to be knocking on my door at this time. But um, yeah, it was really weird. It was, I think it was my seventh day in that like eight days or whatever that someone came and checked on me and I just like cried in their arms. Cause I was just like, I can't be in this room anymore. Like I can't watch this like the only English speaking channel on TV was like this crime show. And I just watched the episode after episode after episode or like journaled. And that was like it. Like, right. Cause you don't, you can't, you don't have your phone. You don't have your no. computer. Can't watch any Netflix or anything. Um, do they ever they, let you out even to like go for a walk or like, so that point when something? I was like crying in their arms, they're like, we'll take you to the spa. You'll go for it. Yeah, but that's after eight days, days, 70 yeah. days of me being, Isolated. And that was that was only three hours of just like being left out and then back to my room. Right. It's and like then, solitary confinement. I no, mean, it's you're in a up. hotel, but like that's the only difference between that yeah. and like prison solitary confinement. Yeah. And I, I mean, it was tough. I've heard like other seasons, like when it's your turn to come, they just fly you in and then you go to the beach. Right. But with COVID, they have protocols, which I understood. But I was like, how long are you keeping me in this room, you know, for? And like when I finally went to the beach, like it all just was unfortunate, but it is what it is. Everything worked out in the end, but yeah, it just, it was, 
you know, I asked a guy on a date, he says no. And I'm crying on the beach and it's like, Mm -hmm. they got what they wanted, you know? So it was just like, I remember like talking to myself being like, my mom was right. I shouldn't have come here. Like, you know, like it was just going to get played. So, and then when I wanted to leave, they said I couldn't leave. So it was just like, yeah. So I remember, um, we talked about that in the last interview, but going through yeah. our old messages, I saw that part actually was cut from the interview because we couldn't hear, like the audio was not good. Mm. So we couldn't air that. So can you just, if you're comfortable discussing, yeah. um, you wanted to leave, but you couldn't, why and what happened and what did they say that made you feel like you couldn't? Yeah. I mean, I was just, I think being in my room, that room for two weeks and just having no, you know, communication with anyone. And then going to the beach and feeling effed over and just feeling lonely. There's three days left. Everyone's getting engaged. You know, I went on this date with this guy. He was really nice, but it was just, you know, wasn't going to work. And I just felt Mm -hmm. like, I just want to get home. I want to do my quarantine at home. I want to get out of here. And I was just, I just felt, I had so much anxiety. I just felt like not okay. And so, you know, I talked to people behind the scenes and I said, I wanted to go. And then they basically made me go talk to like, the head producers and they basically said like I don't know how we're gonna like edit this for you to go like I don't know how we're gonna do this and you know I was lonely and crying and being like I need to go but they said just stick around for another rose ceremony you can you not to get a rose right to get a rose but then you can say goodbye to him tomorrow if that's what you want to do but we can't have you leave right now wait so what happened at the rose ceremony though I just got a rose from Ed and then the next day it was goodbye. <laughs> so they just wanted me to get that rose. Wait, I, inter- mm-hmm. I, that's funny. I actually, your inner, what you were saying was reminding me of Ed. Um, I interviewed him and he had mm-hmm. a similar experience. I don't know if you guys talked about it when you're on the show, but um, being locked up in the hotel room, he said that like he compared it to prison and said that he had, um, 30 minutes to go to the gym, but like, or I don't even know if it was 30, but the walk to the gym was like 10 minutes and he had to walk there and back or something. So he's like, I literally had like 10 minutes of like free time. And then I had a handler walk me back like, like a child. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even, I forgot. I never, I never got any gym time. I got like one random walk on the beach (laughs) and a spa time because they felt bad. Well, I don't really know if they felt bad. They were just trying to (laughs) What's weird is like they ha- they make exceptions all the time. There are people that leave and like we've seen when we watch the show like, oh, what happened to her? Oh, she left. Oh, something happened. Okay. And they show her leaving. Like, yeah, they no, could. they were like, I was like crying, like crying. I'm unwell. I need to go. Like, I can't be here. And they're like, I don't know how we're going to edit this. You have a really nice guy that like gave you the time. And now you're just going to look like. Can't they just film you saying like, I'm ready to go? Like, you know what I mean? Like they didn't camera then. And that's, and that's kind of the thing with like the mental health thing. They like, unless you're like a favorite, like, unless you're someone that, you know, they really like, or they need, they, then they'll do what they, you know, what you need. But they won't, if you're not someone, they really don't care. And like, that's like the toughest part about it. And I thought they would, you know, care about my feelings especially they were like paying for my therapy like when I was home like before I went to paradise for like six months and and then now I'm there saying I'm well and they're like "Mm, well how do you go about getting therapy from them well it was I think we talked about last time on here when 
someone made a Twitter post and I had said that I posted on my Instagram because someone asked me a Q&A, do you agree with that Twitter post? And I said, yeah, like they don't really care about your mental health. Like oh. I went through a really lonely year. Yes. And the next day they reach out to me, like yeah. everyone, they're like, how are you doing? Like, we love, but that's, that's for them. That's yeah, not exactly. No, exactly. So that's crazy that that's only when they reached out about the therapy is after you posted. I, yeah. I had talked to them in a year and they finally reach out. <laughs> so when it's airing, like paradise is airing, how is that experience? And do you stay in touch with them? Like what is the relationship while it airs or even during um, Peter's season? They'll, they'll have someone call you and just say like, Hey, like here's a heads up of what's going to be shown in this episode. Just so you're kind of like prepared. They don't give you full t- details. They just say, Hey, you know, your two on one date was shown and this happened, this happened. They show you get the road, blah, blah, blah. But then you watch it over and you're like, they didn't really tell me full detail. Yeah. Are right. you um obligated to post about the show while the the show is airing? No. Okay. Maybe so like, maybe like people that are like higher up. I don't know. But yeah. Well, because we have a theory this season because there's um one girl who's like a clear front runner and she's always posting like these romantic clips and videos with with Joey the Bachelor mm. and we're like, but if she doesn't win, like. That's kind of weird. And then we're like, oh, I maybe she's like, like contractually obligated to post. I feel like that they, because the viewers have been, viewership's been lo- so low that they're like, post on Instagram, post yeah. on TikTok. And they're like, even like they have so many photos. Like we got like, I had like 10 photos after my season. Like they didn't send me anything. Mm-hmm. And these girls have like multiple photos. They're doing TikToks like while they're there. Like I think they're just trying oh, to yeah. get it, you know, more people to view it. And I think maybe that's what they're doing because- I mean, when I was, my season was still like, you would get attacked if you were like there for, ins- you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. for yeah. fame. And now they're like, TikTok, Instagram, do it all. Receipts. So it's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's, I mean, they're just maybe from what I'm seeing that it looks a little more popular this season than it has in the last couple of seasons. Yeah. So yeah, I, mean, I guess that's it's, good for them. But yeah, yeah, ratings have been going up. I wonder. I'm not sure what exactly it is that's driving that, but it is seemingly going back up. You bring up um, social media, TikTok, mm-hmm. and Instagram. You like, I highly recommend our listeners to follow you. <laughs> I mean, the reason why McKenna and I started uh, chatting again is because I stumbled upon her this one video of you on TikTok of Taylor Swift um, rocking out to illicit affairs, Fairs, the, the yeah. rock version. Um, you are just so funny and you make such <laughs> great content. How has yeah. that been since the show? Like, obviously you, you were given a, a bit of a platform mm-hmm. since the show and you've been able to parlay that into a career. Like, is that your full-time job? Yeah, it's been full-time since That's wild post-show basically. And it's weird. I think it's been like four years because doesn't seem like it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I was doing a little bit of social media beforehand. So I think that might've given me a little bit of a upper hand to like, know what I'm doing because, you know, like post-show there was girls being like, what do I do? Like, how do I do this? How do I make a video? Like things like that. So I think that definitely came in handy and I've just been having fun with it and I'm grateful to keep doing it. And I love creating content and mm-hmm. just, not taking myself too seriously. And yeah. I think that's what's helped me is just not thinking too much about it, just doing it because that's right. what I like to mm-hmm. do is just dance and be be stupid on camera, you know? So yeah. Yeah. But no, it's been fun and 
yeah, I'm grateful for like the show did give me that. And I, I am like grateful for that. Um, even though there was some hard hardships to get past all that, but yeah. Yeah. I was going to say like, if someone came to you and was like, I'm thinking of doing the show, what do you think? What would be I your no. advice to them? I say no. You would say don't do no. it fully. Okay. No. And I, like, I went to a wedding this, this summer and there were some people from the show that were there and we were talking about our experiences and they were just like, that's so weird to me. Cause like, I would tell all my friends to go on the show. I would tell them to go like, what wedding was it? it. <laughs> oh, um, you don't have to was... tell. You don't have to, if you don't want to, but I'm yeah. assuming it's someone that was probably a fan favorite who got married this summer. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Joe and Serena? And Dean? Was, that, was that this summer? Joe and Serena. No, it, it wasn't like person that got married. They weren't on the show, but like there was guests there that were Huh. Okay. We'll have to figure yeah. this out later. No, I know. I'm like bachelor adjacent person. Interesting. Okay. But I would say I wouldn't be surprised if someone like grocery store Joe would be someone like that to say, oh, what are you talking about? I've only had positive things. Whereas like what I don't think the viewers understand is that I'm sure I don't know Joe. He's probably a great guy. But I'm yeah. sure they're, if they wanted to make him a villain, they probably could have. I think they have yeah. the opportunity to make anyone the favorite or the villain. And it's, like mm -hmm. you said, it's just love. And I think also I, I could say a lot more women have worse experiences than the men do. Yeah. Um, Why do you just, think that is? Well, I just think on girl, like the bachelor season, it's all about pinning women against each other. Like that's what gets in their viewership is the more crazy you are, the more bigger the fight is, that's better. When guys are just like, I don't like you. Like I'm going to like, you know what I mean? Like mm. that's just like guys deal with stuff, but the girls, it's like, they just want them to, a few need to look really bad. And then the other ones need to look good. But the guys drama is always dumb. Like everyone just goes past it. Like, it's just like you'll have one guy that maybe seems maybe a little bit, but again, they're not bad yeah. people. They're just bad. No, that's such a good point. I don't think the guys on the show, even guys that are painted to be villains, get the same amount of like vicious hate, hate on Instagram from, women. from, from women. usually other women who are just like tearing down. Um, well, I think, I think too, is like the viewers are more women. So then women go right. and comment on these women. And it's just yeah. like, you know, it's just, why can't yeah, we just all awful. like each other? Like, you know. know? But I know. how did you handle that? Like, is there anything that you did that helped that could maybe be helpful to the people that are going through it now? I mean, it's easier said than done, but don't look at it, but it's hard not to. And I think, you know, and I think a, a lot of times too, like the hate comments go more ahead than like the nice comments. Like, you know, people are like, oh, you, I loved your ending, this and that. And I'm like, oh, like, I just, you know, I think about the cringe comments that I got or like the hate ones about being on drugs or like, I'm, you know, chaotic or crazy or this and that. And I focus so much on that. And I think that's what broke me in the end because I just thought that everyone just hated me. But then I forgot that, you know, there were some people that did like what I said when I left. And then there are people that, you know, you know, felt like they could understand me in the way that I was speaking in that moment. And yeah. looking back at it, like I think more about that now, but when you're in that like shell and you're all you just see is like comment after comment after comment and it's hard. I wish the show would do more also too, to like mm -hmm. mitigate the aftermath and the social media stuff. Like every now and then they'll do like some half-assed like 
we don't condone bullying. Oh yeah, remember it's like, that? Yes, that, that, that one like, Instagram post. Yes, yes I remember. Like, like, it was Clayton like, season. I'm like, mm, like, have yeah, you really I been following know. that? And that was the season they had Clayton read mean tweets about himself on yeah. air. And they're like, mm, we don't condone bullying of any kind. It's like, oh, wait, like, you had my, the, my oh, that was your meme, yeah. Stephanie, where it's like, Clayton sucks, Clayton sucks, Clayton sucks, the stupid song. Yeah, and so like, it was Gabby and Rachel season then because that's, oh, right. that's what yeah, it was yeah, from. Yeah. I was like, literally yeah. in the same week, they posted something on their own Instagram saying like, we do not condone bullying on social media. And then the first episode of Gabby and Rachel season, I don't know if you watched, but there were a lot of people that came out of the limo referencing Clayton in a negative way and one person brought a barbershop quartet and they all sang like Clayton sucks and I'm like I thought we don't do like, bullying like do you just like, need that you're was, not bullying on your own yeah. Instagram because like no shit you're not going to bully from bachelor ABC but that's bullying can yeah. go further than that I mean on our season we had Rachel Lindsay come out on women tell all and she read some things and that women on my season got said to them and it's it's the same old it's same old like yeah. be nice be kind but then we're not going to be we're going to edit this horribly so then you, you know it just it doesn't I yeah. don't even like know the solution though because I've I've spoken out about this because I just think like you don't have to like people like if you're going to believe no. the edit and that's fine like you cannot like people that you see on TV you cannot agree with the way they behaved that's fine where the line is drawn is like going after them and attacking them and attacking things that also have nothing to do with what you saw like yeah. their looks yeah but i think it just you know end of the day it it's a reflection of those people that are like behind the keyboard grabbing yeah. it and you know what sometimes they're jealous. Sometimes they, you know, they wish that they were on the show. Maybe they didn't get on or they're just lonely people. And you kind of have to think about that, that, you know, these people don't know you. And that's why I say to a lot of girls that like, I do reach out to some here and there from seasons that I see. And I just say like, they don't know you, like your friends, your family, they know you, they've known you your whole life. They've stuck by you. And that's what you got to hold on to because these people, they can say what they want, but they weren't there. They don't know how any of this works behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. You do. And I know it's tough right now when you're like in the moment and you're reading on your phone or like when you left the show and you feel so like alone, like it will pass. It's hard for a bit, but it will pass because a new season comes along. There's a new person. You know what I mean? It just like, just log off your phone, get outside, be around the people you love and it'll it'll be okay eventually it's it's tough for a bit like it's not easy not fun yeah but you but it does subside it. yeah like you're not getting no hate anymore no no you're and getting like, love right yeah like I just yeah there's I I mean I'll get the random hate comment towards content that I make it's not towards the show you know what I mean mm -hmm. it's like people don't they they forget they move on right mm -hmm. so yeah it's not a forever thing and you can, yeah, you, you'll, you'll get through it, but I'm always, I'm always open to talk to anyone that's, you know, didn't get the best edit or experience because I definitely know how they feel. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. Going back to the influencer thing for people that maybe are interested in a career in that world, mm -hmm. how did you go about even starting because like anyone can make content but like in terms mm -hmm. of like linking up with brands that like consistently want to keep working with you did you get like a manager like how did that work yeah I do have a manager that I got um actually after the show and I'm still working with her and it's been great and I think it definitely takes away like the 
instead of like having to reach out to brands, you know, she does that for me and like mm -hmm. contracts and whatnot. Um, but co like content, it's all up to me. Like, you know, you have to just always think outside the box, like what's going to work. Mm -hmm. And I think it's as TikTok, TikTok has come out. I feel like people sometimes think that, you know, you need to do the get readies. You need to do this. Mm -hmm. You need to do that because that's what everyone else is doing and trending. But I always love the content that's like so different that no one else is doing because that's to me is what stands out. And so that's what I think when I'm creating content, like what is like people not seeing online? Because that's what I want to do. Mm -hmm. And like, I mean, I still do the dancing thing. People are dancing, obviously, but like, yeah. what can I do that makes me stand out that makes people want to follow or like, are just being authentically myself and just being honest on my stories and talking about things, because I think that's what people um, connect to as well. And like, even people I follow, I'm like, why do I follow them? I'm either I love their fashion. I love their videos. I love that they're super raw on their stories or their content. And so I feel like that's, I've just had to like constantly like reinvent myself in a way over the last four years, you know, like mm -hmm. I feel like post-show was like, I was trying to create content that people kind of saw on the show, but they didn't because people didn't really get to know me mm -hmm. on the show, but then kind of do like the dancing and whatnot. But I've tried to try new things and you try things and they don't work, but then you try something else. Try and it it again. So, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, what is life like today post bachelor in paradise nonsense and bachelor nonsense <laughs> yeah um I've been with my boyfriend now for gosh two and a bit years now so we live together and yeah we're really happy and Good. what's yeah, your I mean, like day-to-day -day like with like the content creation because like do you mm -hmm. is it flexible or do you have like a steady amount of work or is it like you do a big chunk of work and then you get time yeah, off yeah I mean I try to like um, like every week I have certain deadlines for ads and partnerships and stuff. And so I try to get those done kind of beginning of the week. And then mm -hmm. I have room left to do like more organic stuff that I want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, there's definitely like that flexibility of your schedule. Um, but I try to use as much time as I can to, you know, create content and, um, plan things out. But, um, I would say it's like half and half of partnerships. And then it's like of what I want to do because that what you want to do is like what makes you like grow sure. because most of the time people hate partnerships you know like yeah, yeah. That, but it's kind of part of the thing so right. have you yeah. ever done um a brand vacation like the trips I've always wanted um, to go home. like they look fa fabulous that you get like yeah I've done a couple I've never I've never done like those like big revolve ones or like yeah that tart one or something they went yeah. to last Dubai. year but I've, I've done a couple I've went to Paris with one brand and that was really fun and oh, wow um yeah so then some cool things what does it there. come with if you don't mind sharing like what does the trip like do they provide um, it, everything it, yeah most of the time they do provide everything from your flight to your hotel to the activities um depends on like the contract and stuff sometimes you can negotiate like paid stuff with them but then mm -hmm. sometimes they're like well we're giving you this like crazy trip so like right. that's what your payment is in a way mm -hmm. but then you have like del deliverables of like posting like five reels or like five you know what I mean whenever people go on those big trips they're like their content is like right like going yeah so they're either being like paid for it or it's just all free and they have to like create content for the brand yeah mm -hmm. so interesting yeah um, yeah segueing a little bit I, I brought up Taylor Swift before because you're such a <laughs> diehard Taylor Swift fan Jackie is yeah. too she's a Swiftie I'm a Swiftie Taylor from Swift. afar 
Um, yeah. Do you think that Taylor and Travis oh my gosh. are compatible? Because we have I, I think they're so endgame. Like there's just something that <laughs> compared to her other guys that she's dated. I also love that she's like dating a man now. Like she's dating someone that like isn't like this singer and he looks, you know what I mean? Like yeah, he's boy like, in his feels. Yeah. yeah. Or he's like someone in a different field too. He's not some artist. Like, and I think a lot of the artists maybe felt like so small next to her because she's obviously like she's Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like her last ex, mm-hmm. like like when you watch her documentary, I met a guy and we decided that we were going to hide away from the world and we were going to have a private life. I don't think she wanted that. You know, right. there's like a part of it that she might like just feeling normal. Yeah. But I mean, she signed up for like the career that she has and like she knows that she can't just go to the grocery store, you know? But she's and at so clubs I, making out yeah, now. And But that's awesome. And I think she's like seeing those that I can still have a private life, but then go do these things. And I have a man that also like, feels like I feel like she also feels like protected like she has her bodyguards but she also has him I mean like if anything were to happen you know oh yeah, yeah. no one's him, touching her she's got her. Jason like you know Jason will come in with a mask on you know yeah he's, all, he's ready um but yeah like that club scene of her like singing love story like like she's probably like always I don't know if she's always wanted to go to a club but like that's probably felt like felt normal to her like yeah people are all recording her but she has this guy across the stage like singing to her and like there was even like a little interview an uh, interview but a moment with her and the chain smoker guy and um his girlfriend or something was like I took a oh movie. yeah I saw so that yeah. she was like the most romantic thing has ever happened to me in my life and it was that he was singing love story to her right her, yeah and they were like dancing together and like I'm also like what were these men in her past not doing <laughs> not make anything more romantic but I also just like loved it because she just seemed like she was just like she was drunk. She was having a good time. It's like, we all deserve those little moments. You know what I mean? So, yeah, no, I do love seeing them together. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah, I feel like she, he's so not intimidated by her, which is why it works. Mm -hmm. I was, we talked about this a little bit in our last episode when he was screaming the Viva Las Vegas, Mm -hmm. like that was Okay, because I was obsessed with them. I'm like, oh, no, this is Endgame. This is it. Like, she needs someone mm-hmm. who's so successful in a different field but is n- comfortable in the spotlight. Yeah. But then I was kind of like, wait, but what do they talk about? <laughs> like, what? Like, seeing him, like, scream mm-hmm. the Viva Las Vegas. And I'm like, I wonder if it'll fizzle out or I if- mean, it could. I mean, yeah, but I don't know. I remember people, like, got, like, the ick from that singing. And I was like, People like, I mean, I love Taylor Swift, but people get the ick yeah. from her, like from dancing or whatever she does when she's like oh, sure, at award yeah. shows or like dancing, like on stage, people are like, ew. So I almost feel like they have that like same, they have that same energy in a way, but maybe like, who mm-hmm. knows what they talk about? Like, maybe they're just like, you're so hot. And <laughs> I don't know. But, yeah, like, I know. Honeymoon like, phase. But exactly. And like, they're still like, what is it? Like seven months in or something like that. So who knows? But I mean- like she flew from Tokyo to be there for the Super Bowl, like, and then back to Australia and been to every one of his games since they started yeah, like no seeing each other. And I mean, it looks like she has a relationship with his mom, like how they're like holding hands yeah. in the field. And mm-hmm. I don't think we've really seen like her with other uh, boyfriends' parents, like out. You know what I mean? Or like I her, haven't seen her, her parents. Or, or her parents are there too. It was like, it's, it's yeah. like a family. It's like, yeah. 
it's just feeling like, I don't know. No, for yeah, that's sure. true. Like they've already met the parents earlier than we would have yeah, you know, seen that like, in other situations. And I'm like, this looks a little real. This looks, yeah, I, I love it. Exciting. I love, I think, I think they're, I can't wait to walk a, watch a documentary in like 20 years about <laughs> Taylor and Travis wedding. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or like the biopic. Oh, it's going to be so oh. good, but we have oh, to wait like 50 years for it or something. <laughs> we were yeah. just talking about like the next album, not the, um, this new one coming the out April 19th. Yeah. yeah. The <laughs> next one that's probably being written right now. Oh, I, I, I want to listen for like football terms <laughs> because I feel like this will be the first time that I'll actually know what's going on because yeah. I don't like follow in depth, but now it's so in my face. I have to follow it. So yeah. like, you know, your love took a fumble or something <laughs> or like, something like intercepted. That. Yeah, for sure. yeah. But I mean, I know she said that she wrote this new album two years ago, but who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe there's like one new song on there that she wrote and she just like threw in. It's about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it could be because some people are saying there's like Matt Healy's going to be on the album, like in one song. Mm-hmm. Like, interesting. It's me about him. But I was like, didn't they just date like for like a right. month? Yeah. Travis? Oh, yeah. So, I forgot about him. So, I mean, he could have like one little, little in there. A little bonus yeah. track. A little. Yeah. 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 Perfect. Before we um wrap up, if you were approached to do reality TV again, mm. would you do it? And if so, like what genre would you be willing to explore? Well, it obviously can't be anything dating, um, okay. but I think I would do it again. Um, I don't know though. I don't know like what shows it. There's like Big Brother. There's like you're a dancer. Dancing yeah, with so, the star. Well, wait, are dancing. they coming out with like um America's Next Top Influencer? I saw a TikTok about oh, this. What? Oh, what maybe someone that? had an idea for it and I think they're pitching it. Mm. Yeah, that's what it was. It's mm. not out yet. It didn't even start yet. But um, but that, like, who can create the best content? So that could be win. fun for sure. Something like that. <laughs> dancing with the stars. I mean, dancing with the stars would be a dream, but it's not gonna happen. So it's okay. okay. Traders. Um, I was like, traders. I think Traders yeah. treats people really well, honestly, just based on the way I based think. on what <laughs> I don't know. I just think like they because it's a money competition show, they can't like manipulate people like the whole game itself is manipulation and people know what they're signing up for. So I don't think yeah. the producers are like that evil. And it, it just seems like it's only like a week or two and you go to like Scotland and then they put you in a hotel and I know hotels triggering, but like, I think I you feel like obviously get out of the hotel <laughs> and like, I don't know. It seems like it'd be fun. I, yeah. I feel like dating shows are like probably the most like manipulated. Toxic. Yeah. Toxic yeah. ones because I don't know. I think, well, especially bachelor, there's just one guy and then there's like 30 girls. So it's like mm-hmm. not like a normal situation. Whereas like love is blind. Like you're like, you're just looking for one person, you know what I mean? Like, so, but, but I'm, but there are still people that go on love is blind that have not the greatest experience. Right. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I don't know, but dating just seems like tough because you're also getting like, you're trying to get to know the person. So you're like showing different sides of like who, what makes you, you right. So it's like Mm -hmm. not always easy. Well, as like, you know, survivor, you're just like running and doing stuff. And yeah, like on well, <laughs> your bachelor is on traders right now. Oh, yeah. Peter, so, yeah. he's doing so. Did yeah. you watch the most recent? No, no I didn't. So did good. You? I oh, oh yeah, don't I tell did. me. I watched it last <laughs> night. Okay. Sorry. Um, well, didn't Blake Horseman said to us because we asked him a little bit about his experience on All Star Shore or whatever that show mm-hmm. was that he did. And he's like, 
apparently there are literally laws for if the reality show has a money competition aspect, there's so many different laws of the ways producers can and cannot be involved in it because it's like illegal Mm -hmm. and they can't interfere. And that's why those shows people have like good experiences versus like The Bachelor or Love is Blind. There's not that money component. So there are no laws guarding the ways that they can like manipulate people. Mm, Whereas like with the money competition shows, they actually just have to let it play out the way it's supposed to play out. There's like laws for it. So I thought that was really interesting. I didn't really know about that. And that's why he was saying like, his experience on what was that show called all-star shore something yeah, whatever something it was like that so much better than his bachelor experience he actually like thought it was amazing well i also mm-hmm. heard ab uh not abc mtv pays like way more i yeah. think they like i don't know when they when you think about how much the network actually benefits from you and act, they make so much money from you even if like and you're and not you the lead and you don't get paid when right. you're like on the right. bachelor right? right so you're like yeah. quitting your job you're spending all this money on these outfits and everything mm-hmm. right but like paradise they pay you but it's like really nothing it's yeah like, thank you but but it's- even like um with with the blake thing he was saying like when they were talking bachelor with him they offered him um 100 grand and he's like when you think about how much money this network would make off of me being the lead for what eight to ten episodes and you're gonna only pay me 100 grand like are you kidding me? But then I, it seems like MTV knows what's up and they know that they need to like fairly compensate people. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, That's maybe true. something over there. All-star, <laughs> all-star sure. All-star sure. Maybe. <laughs> Where can our listeners um, keep up with you if they want to follow your amazing TikTok and Instagram and everything? Yeah. I mean, I have the same username on both Instagram and TikTok. So it's just at McKenna. So M-Y-K-E-N-N-A. That's it. Cool. All right. Go check her out. Thank you for coming and back and catching up with us. It's yeah, so nice to see you and chat me. with you. And mm-hmm. we'll be in touch. Sounds great. Thanks for Bye. having me. Too. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. Bye.